Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and I take you step-by-step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. We are on episode 71, which is cray cray because we're almost going to be rounding out season three of the podcast once we hit 75 episodes. Then we'll take a little break and then we'll come back with some more great stuff for you. If you have been listening to the podcast regularly, thank you so much for sticking around. If you want to um, give me any of your feedback in terms of what you want to hear on season three, what topics you want me to cover or what guests you want me to bring on, I would be all ears. So you can send me some of that, those ideas, I guess, either by leaving a podcast review, you can just write it in the comments what you love currently and then what you'd like to see more of. Or if you want a little bit more detail, you have a specific question you want to submit, you can also use the link in my show notes and we can definitely review that and then add it to the list for content. All right, well, today we are doing an episode on how to serve honey. So I've been doing a few of these episodes, kind of like a how to serve series where I pick a food and then talk about how to serve it based on different age groups, but also just some facts about it uh, that you might need to know whether it's an allergen or not, you know, how it relates to feeding it to a baby versus a toddler, you know, all that good stuff. So today we're talking about honey. This is an important one because honey is something that we actually recommend totally avoiding for babies under 12 months of age. And so I'm going to start by getting into the reasons why. And the main reason is because it can cause what we call infant botulism. So infant botulism, or just botulism in general, is an illness that can happen when you ingest a toxin from the specific bacteria called Clostridium botulinum. I don't even know if I said that right, but this is a bacteria that lives in soil, it lives in dust, but it also can contaminate honey. And we know that through research, it is a proven source of this bacteria. It's not like every single sample of honey you take has it, but it is common that it could have it. So when it happens in a baby, of course, it's called infant botulism. And what happens is this bacteria has spores that can grow and multiply inside of your baby's intestines and produce a dangerous toxin. So that's really why we recommend avoiding it. Now, In kids, or I should say older kids and in adults, this bacteria is actually harmless because their digestive system is mature and they can actually move the toxins through the bodies before it causes any harm. So that's why it's totally fine for us to eat it as adults. But again, for babies, it's totally different. Their digestive systems are still developing. Their gut microbiome is still developing. And usually infant botulism affects babies who are three weeks to about six months of age. But for safety, we just avoid it up until 12 months of age because it hasn't been unheard of that babies older can get it and it's just way better to be on the safe side for that. So if your baby or if a baby has infant botulism, some of the symptoms that you might see would be constipation and often that is the first sign and it happens for variable lengths of time but 
usually it could be kind of several weeks before you start to see any other symptom emerge. So that would be one of the symptoms. The other ones would be weak facial muscles that make their face kind of look flat. Um, I don't fully even know what that means, but this is what I have found when I looked up the research on this. So uh, weak facial muscles, just keep that in mind. A weak cry, so they're not able to really cry very loudly. Weak muscles in the arms and the legs and the neck. Breathing problems and trouble swallowing with a lot of drooling. So you also will probably see that they're not feeding well or they're not moving as much as usual. Now, experts don't really know why some infants would get infant botulism and others don't. But like I said, honey is a proven source of the bacteria. And they actually did testing on this and they have found that up to 25% of honey products have been found to contain the spore. So that's a really significant amount. And also for people who have had botulism in the reports, like documented reports, according to the CDC, about 15% of the people who had botulism got it from honey consumption. So does this mean that we should avoid all honey for babies, like completely? Because I always get this question, like what about pasteurized honey? What about different types of honey, like manuka honey? What about honey that's baked into ingredients? Like there's a lot of these kind of questions that come up. And I even had one mom that said, well, I contacted um, the bread company that has that makes the bread that we eat and it has a little bit of honey in the ingredients. And so I wanted to make sure I contacted them and they told me that because we heat the bread up to a specific temperature that actually kills the botulism bacteria or toxin and that means it's safe to give to your baby. I was quick to correct her and say, no, it's actually not. This is commonly heard that, oh, if it's sterilized or if it's heated up to a certain temperature, it's going to kill the, the toxin. But here's the thing. You can kill the toxin. You can heat it up so that the toxins are completely like obliterated basically with that high temp, but you can't kill the spores. The spores can't be destroyed at all, no matter how high of a temp you're, you're bringing that honey up to. So that means if your baby consumes it, what can happen is the spores can produce the toxin in their gut. So maybe if it produced the toxin in the honey beforehand, you can kill that off. If an adult eats it, no big deal. Again, because we can flush that toxin out if it produces it in our gut later. But for babies, that's not the case. So please just avoid honey in any and all forms, whether it's processed, whether it's raw, whether it is... Um, baked into an ingredient or whatever it is, just avoid it. Now, once they do hit one year of age, you can technically start to introduce it. And usually I would say you could mix it into a recipe, put it in a baked good, that kind of thing. Like for example, if you wanted to offer honey nut Cheerios, that would be something you could start to do after one year of age. Or you're at, I don't know, a bakery, a local bakery, and there's like some kind of muffin that has honey in it, that would make sense. But here's the other thing about it. I don't really love that you'd be giving your baby actual deliberate amounts of honey because technically it's still an added sugar, right? We want to avoid as much as possible added sugars for kids under two years of age. That doesn't mean it has to be perfect. It doesn't mean if they have a touch here and there that something horrible is going to happen. But we do know that uh, we want to avoid anything. Like even if it's a natural sugar like agave or date syrup or maple syrup, we really want to try and minimize that because we know kids, infants especially, they have an innate preference for sweetness 
And it's really important during this time period to develop a palate for foods that we want them to be eating long-term that doesn't contain sugar because God knows they don't need any help with that. So um, it's better to kind of expose them to more savory flavors and to do that continuously versus you know, now saying, well, now they can start to have this. And so I'm going to include it a few times a week because it's just going to kind of prime their palate a little bit more towards that savory or sorry, towards that sweet side. So this is way easier done if your child is an only child and you can control the environment a lot easier. But if you have another child, an older sibling, and they're bringing around sweets, it's, it's a lot harder to do. So give yourself some grace. Don't take this, you know, too literally, but do what you can to try and avoid it. So if you are introducing honey at this age, essentially what you want to do is you can drizzle just a little bit in some yogurt. Maybe you can put it on top of toast. You could mix it into something like a sauce or into a smoothie. Those are all totally appropriate ways of offering it to your child. In terms of where it falls on the texture timeline, that basically is a phase one food. So it's a thick, kind of, I mean, it's not really creamy, but I would put it under that thick and creamy category. So even though it's a phase one food though, we're not going to be introducing it to our child until at least one year of age, maybe up to two years of age. Now, is it a choking hazard if it's offered, let's say on a spoon? Yes, it can be a choking hazard if it's offered on a spoon, if it's like a big kind of glob of honey. It's not like the highest risk food out there, but it's definitely something to be careful of. So just spread it thinly or drizzle it into something else. Now you can, if you've ever had a honeycomb, technically you can offer that to your toddler at that point. So let's say they're two, you can give them like tiny pieces of a honeycomb. If you think about the texture of a honeycomb, I don't know if you've ever tried it before, but it's basically really waxy and it kind of has like a gummy consistency. So that can be a choking hazard if you're just kind of giving them a big piece and then hoping that they will, you know, break off very tiny pieces and chew that well. So be careful. I would cut it, like I said, into smaller pieces, making sure your toddler you know, choose it fully, swallows it well, and um, yeah, just watch them carefully if they are eating that. Now, honeycomb, and even I would say certain types of honey could be healthier than other types of honey. So you definitely want to look for one that is less processed. And sometimes you can even find ones out there that are like mixed with corn syrup. So you want to be careful and look for like a pure honey and ideally one that is raw because that's going to have a lot more antioxidants in it. And so it's going to be maybe a bit more antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antifungal, antiviral. It's going to have some great health properties that will benefit your child, even though yes, it does have a lot of sugar, at least you're getting some other benefits and minerals and things like that in it. You can also find different flavors of honey depending on like the bee's diet. So like different types of honey will taste differently naturally. So whether they are, you know, pollinating lavender or orange blossom or sage or whatever it is, you can find different flavors in that. So it kind of would be cool to maybe experiment a little bit with that. But again, just try and keep it to a minimum. So definitely offer it, enjoy it. Like I love having a little bit of honey. I actually used to have this as a kid. My mom would just toast some bread and spread like a really soft cheese. It was like this Lebanese cheese called Lebne and she would spread it on and then drizzle a little bit of honey over that. It was so good. But 
Yeah, you can offer it to your child occasionally. Just be careful about uh, the fact that it's an added sugar and, you know, you definitely would be better off offering them sweeter foods like fruit, which have a whole bunch of fiber and and less kind of like free sugars in there. So anyway, that's pretty much it. So moral of the story, don't offer it to your baby before one year of age. Doesn't matter what kind, what type. After that, have fun with it, but do it in moderation and ideally try and wait until about two years of age. So I hope that helps everybody. And if you have any questions, you can definitely send me a message on Instagram, send me a little DM. We will chat some more about that. And I hope you all have a wonderful week. I will talk to you in just a few days in the next episode.